you just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. Well, hello everybody out there in internet land. Uh, welcome to everyone watching on YouTube and Facebook. And if you happen to be listening to this after the fact, welcome from whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be. And we're glad you're here. Uh, today's guest, this is a good follow on from last week's show, actually. Uh, we're talking with Jesse Quack, who's an author, a business book ghostwriter, and the mastermind behind something we're going to be discussing today which is the Author Alchemy Summit coming up in Portland, Oregon. So welcome to the show, Jesse. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Yeah, uh, we always enjoy. I mean, I love talking to people who organize conferences because you guys have like a special like hardened <laughs> soul. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, being an author is tough enough, but going through the whole process of putting together a conference and making it go off without a hitch, is, uh, it's an admirable quality and I don't want it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's definitely it's a complete different set of skills than um, I'm used to. So yeah. it's, it's been this, a good learning experience. This is going to be the first year for the summer. This is your so. first year. Okay. Yeah, that, that explains why you, you're still like, you know, you still have that look of freshness about you. <laughs> you're not dragging. You're not you're not holding anybody at gunpoint or anything yet yeah uh, you'll see what they look like in february we'll find out <laughs> yes yeah it's always after the after the conference so you're either you're going to fall in one of two camps you're either going to be like that was that was hard but i can't wait for next year we're already planning next year or that was impossible and i'm never doing that again <laughs> yeah those are the two people i come across most so let's 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 open up but let's talk about your writing um what sort of books do you actually write yeah, so I write um, fiction and nonfiction and then ghostwrite business books. So my fiction right. is uh, science fiction, kind of space shenanigans, um, lots of adventure, shoot 'em up sort of stuff. And yeah. then my nonfiction, I write books about kind of creativity and productivity in the writing process um, that are kind of aimed at, at writers and artists and people who are trying to make more time for their art, but have more of like that creative brain as opposed to like the business um yeah. you know the kind of business productivity books that are out there yeah um and then yeah i also ghostwrite business books which are mostly for kind of thought leaders and coaches and consultants and that sort of thing so it's ghost a wide range of writing <laughs> yeah you cover the whole spread um yeah. ghostwriting is one of those things i've done some ghostwriting in my career uh it's kind of fascinating in a way because you're I don't know. You're you're still engaging that part of you, the author part of you, but there's something about it because you know that you're you're speaking someone else's words. You know, yeah. What's been your experience with that? I love it, and i I think it's really it's really interesting to work with one of my clients and help them kind of shape their ideas and come up with. Um, I, I guess I've worked with everyone from like you know, somebody's come with to me with an outline of exactly what they want to say and what's going to be in every chapter. And then, you know, the current project I'm working on right now is a guy with just a really cool story and philosophy that I'm helping him shape that from the very beginning of like, okay, here's what the book will look like. Yeah. And it's, 
it's just a really fun collaborative process. I love interviewing. I love teasing out people's stories. Um, so it's, yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Does that, is that your, your secret sauce as you interview? And then like, yeah, everyone has kind of a different method when it comes to this stuff. Like I interview too. I, I, I you know, I do basically, I do what we're doing here. Like I just mm -hmm. about 10 or 20 times over the course of a couple of months, I sit down and, you know, so tell me, tell me your story. You know, uh, yeah. uh, we agree to like an outline or something and then we run, but yeah, that's the fun part of the process. So, um, but this is, and all this stuff is fascinating. I'm sure we could talk about this and we can, uh, some more, but the topic of today is one that I think a lot of our authors are very interested in, uh, cause they hear about this kind of thing all the time, but the art of building author community, uh, what, let's start with that. Like what, what is it? A, when you say author community, what do you mean specifically? I mean, kind of the, your colleagues who will be there um, to help promote your books, to mm -hmm. be there, your shoulder to cry on when your books aren't doing well, or when the writing process is going <laughs> poorly. Right. Um, every, everyone just kind of who is in your network. Yeah. Um, I, so I've been a freelance writer for over 10 years now, and I learned very, very quickly that networking was the best way to build my business. You know, it all yeah. came from referrals and it came from people I met at networking events and things like that. And as I transitioned more of my business to writing fiction, I quickly realized the same thing. Like, you know, newsletter swaps and people boosting you on social media, like that's that is what's going to help you sell books. Yeah. Um, but then as you're writing the books and you need to be like, oh my gosh, this isn't working. Like you need those people that you can have that group text of like, oh my gosh, my character's going off the rails or, yeah. or whatever it is. Like they're the people that sustain you when things aren't going well and can celebrate when things are going well. And yeah, it's just been a really vital part of my journey for yeah, sure. Yeah, I imagine because you know, being this whole writer business is such a lonely uh, endeavor sometimes, you know. And I did this whole thing about writing with the door open uh, recently, mm -hmm. and and people really resonated with that. Uh, and I thought I was pitching something everyone was going to resist, but that idea of you know, right where the where life is happening, you know. So having people as part of a community you can turn to, I that seems invaluable to me. Like, so where do you, where do you start with building that? I think, um, I, let's see, online definitely helps. Um, I mean, I'm already, as I'm kind of looking at the comments on the side, people are yeah. having little conversations. Like that's where I think a lot of my very first writing community folks came from was online groups that I was part of. Um, mm -hmm. when I started, <clears throat> excuse me, started doing more, you know, trying to go to conferences and local events and meeting people that way. Um, and we moved to Portland, Oregon about, I guess, seven years ago now, eight years ago. And the Portland writing community has been incredibly welcoming. Um, I actually, the first people I met was because, like you said, kind of writing in public places. <laughs> I was writing in a coffee shop and somebody walked behind me and was like, hey, you're using Scrivener are you a writer? Are you writing fiction? And I was like, yes, I am. And he said, oh, well, I do this regular write-in at a local library every, you know, first Saturday of every month, you should come. And so I went and like met 
met some amazing people, one of whom I had dinner with last night. And I was like, man, I've known you for seven years because purely because yeah. this guy walked behind me and was like, hey, you're using Scrivener. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how often that happens. I, I, I know a story from uh, one of our people, good friend of mine, Nick Thacker here. Uh, that's how he met Kevin Eikenberry, was in a coffee shop in Colorado Springs and just saw that he was using Scrivener. It's like Scrivener is a great icebreaker for authors. Totally. Because like, you recognize it. <laughs> I mean, you instantly know, oh, that's Scrivener. I know that. And then uh, that gives you a total opening to interrupt their writing and, mm-hmm. uh, and talk to them. <laughs> so what you... Go ahead. Oh, Go there's ahead. nothing that writers want more than to be interrupted so we don't have to write so we can talk to somebody it about writing. <laughs> yeah, it is true. And I'm going to say, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this. We wouldn't be out writing in public if we weren't hoping that somebody would interrupt us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for at least a bit. So Save uh, me. <laughs> you, uh, you mentioned online communities. What, what sort of uh, groups and communities have you been a part of? Um, early on, I joined a group, I think it was called Critters. Um, I don't even know if they're still around, but they, it was kind of an online critique group where you could submit things and then you could, um, you know, critique other people's things and kind of get to know people that way. Yeah. Um, and then Facebook groups. Yeah. 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 Facebook groups. Yeah. Yeah. So I think those were the, the first two places that I really started meeting people and, Twitter, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's happening. For Twitter. Uh, I mean, you know, in comics, they, uh, in old comics, if, if someone died, they their eyes were replaced with X's. Uh, <laughs> just going to point that out there. Uh, so uh, Facebook groups, are there any Facebook groups that you're actively a part of now that you would recommend to people? I actually am not really on Facebook a lot these days. Um, yeah. I've kind of moved more towards Instagram and I guess you don't have the same group vibe there, but yeah. the, you know, following different hashtags or following people that I, other writers that are suggested to me and then kind of starting to creep into their comments and yeah. meeting people that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and do you have like a little clutch of authors? I mean, you basically said that you did, but I mean, how do you, how do you all interact? Are you, meeting in person or are you do you have like a discord server i mean how do, how do you uh keep in touch with all these people yeah so i um about maybe five years ago inherited a in-person meetup group from somebody else who'd been running it in portland um okay. and so we meet up in basically in my backyard now about once a month and because we've been go you know it'd been going on for a couple of years and then when COVID hit I was like, well, we're not meeting up at my house this month, but here's Slack. Can we do a Slack group? And so yeah. that has been a really great way to keep in touch with, keep in touch with the kind of local writers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, people are like, hey, can I invite this friend? And so the the group has been, the Slack group has been growing and growing of this local writing, um, local Portland writers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm also in a couple other different slacks and discords that I've been um, invited in by other people. And yeah. that's been a, a great way to kind of keep in touch. How, how active are you in those? It depends. Some of them, I, I, I have slack open almost every day. So the discord, I, I barely remember to check, but yeah. slack, yeah. I'm, I'm almost always there. <laughs> yeah. I, I slack is, that's how all us D to D folk communicate. That's pretty much our default mode of communication so that's always going but mm-hmm. then do you ever feel like though 
because I sometimes feel overwhelmed by all of it. I'm in, so I get invited to like a hundred different groups and everyone's got a different uh, Slack channel or a different discord or a different, you know, something else entirely. And I, I want to be a part of all of it, but I, you know, how do you pick and choose what you should be a part of? Yeah, I, you really can't be a part of all of the different groups. And I think yeah. that's, um, that's part of my stepping away from Facebook just and just saying, yeah. okay, this is a thing. This is too overwhelming for me. I will join your Slack group, but I will not join your Facebook group. Sorry. Like I just right. kind of made that platform differentiation for myself. Um, and yeah, as, as I've gotten kind of more invites from people around even the Slack groups, I'm like, okay, well, I will maybe join, but I'm not going to be as active in this one because it's not meeting my, you know, whatever goals I'm looking for right now. And so I guess for me personally, I'm looking for networking um, for like different business opportunities. And mm-hmm. so specifically, I'm, I want to be in groups with people who write in the same genre with me, um, as opposed to somebody who might not have the same, um, the same readership and be able to do different, um, you know, newsletter swaps and things like that. Yeah. And, and the same, you know, kind of, if somebody's going to be, if I'm going to be in more of a mastermind, like let's talk business group, it needs to be with people who are in a similar, a similar yeah. line of business, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, before we go on, I want to remind everybody that if you want your questions answered, the only way we're going to be able to do that is if you ask them in the comments. So make sure you drop a question there and do me a favor and hit the like button and possibly a subscribe button. If you see one, uh, cause that, that helps us out, but let us know you're liking the content, uh, by clicking, like I see a couple of people have done that already. So thank you for that. Um, so when it comes to the groups and you apparently are a member of several, uh, my condolences, but <laughs> do you, do you, do you use these? Like, do you silo each one? Like, okay, this is my group. That's all about ghostwriting or is all about business uh, or whatever. And this is my fiction group. And then this is something else entirely, or does it all end up kind of meshing together? I think there's a, there's a fair amount of overlap. Like I have, you know, one kind of smaller group. There's, I think four, five of us in the Slack that it's all, yeah. it's all business. And so we, we write in similar genres, but not all of us are in a similar enough that it would be, you know, networking for promotion stuff, but it's really a business mastermind. So I'll go in there and I'll be like, Hey, I've got a problem with um, my Facebook ads, or I'm frustrated with this thing, or has anyone tried using convert kit instead of mailer light? And so I've got one group that's smaller like that. And then a bigger group that also kind of has some of that vibe to it. Yeah. And then I have like another group that is, really more just complaining about writing together. <laughs> you know, it's the group that you can just go in and be like, Oh my gosh, you guys, like I'm having such a rough day with the plot or I can't figure this out or I'm unmotivated. Somebody send me cat photos until I get motivated again. Um, yeah. So it's really the more like social group. Yeah. So yeah, they are a little, a little siloed or every group has kind of a different flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you ever use these, um, uh you know, do groups strictly for like research? I mean, are there groups that have people in them that are not authors that you, you go to for uh, some of the research you have to do? I haven't really done that. Um, hmm. I, I think I, 
for research, I tend to like snoop on the internet and see what people have yeah. have said. And then if I need to dive deeper, kind of get in touch with like, you know, if I saw somebody on Reddit that had an answer to a question I'd been trying to figure out about like, um, you know, a character or a bit of science, not that to be fair, my books are pretty science light. So if yeah. I can't, <laughs> if I have to do too much explaining, I'll generally just cut it and throw in another God and fight. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of do their internet research and then reach out to people if I have more questions. I mean, that seems like a solid way to handle that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do a little research and then I just make up the stuff that I, that I needed to be. So, you know, just bonus for being a fiction author. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk, we're coming up. We're going to talk about uh, the author alchemy summit, uh, but we do have a couple of questions we can uh, kind of, toss around real quick uh karen ladybug richardson on facebook uh asks what do people like to read more about nonfiction or fiction books i think it depends well, on the person yeah you know like i yeah. i tend to read more fiction my dad only reads nonfiction. i think he's read a couple of my books because i wrote them but because you yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. yeah i i don't know i feel like it's 50 50 when i when i talk to people and I do yeah. actually a lot of um, street fairs as well. Mm -hmm. And so people will come up to our, our booth and there's, you know, a few of us sharing a table and it's really 50, 50 of people that are like, Oh yeah, I love fiction. Tell me more about your books or, Oh, I only read nonfiction who here writes nonfiction. And most yeah. of us are fiction authors, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that's interesting. Um, it does depend on where you are. The context matters, but what I've noticed is when I'm when I'm at author conferences, I think most authors primarily read nonfiction. Uh, lots of them read plenty of fiction. Don't get me wrong, but it seems like the authors I meet who are, I guess, let me put it a different way. The authors who are hitting like a certain level in the business seem to all read nonfiction primarily. Uh, and I do think that we should all be reading both because you know, it's language and you, you learn how to play with that language. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good way to go. Um, actually, I don't think I ever actually showed Karen's question, but there's, there's Karen. Hi, Karen. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, and this question from, uh, oh, I'm not even going to try this. Mr. Maurice, we're going to say, uh, question. I would like to join a writing community, but can't find one. How can I find one? I write fiction only main genre erotic comedy. I have also written non-erotica. You got any tips for finding a community? Yeah, I would say, um, social media can be a really great place to start meeting people and form either forming that community around yourself. Or um, if you, if you have met somebody who is like, Oh, you know, I I'm also on this Slack or this discord with other people who write similar stuff. So I would, yeah. I would start off in, you know, the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, finding those people and connecting with them and making those kind of individual connections and then seeing where they're hanging out in a group setting because that's it seems like the, it used to be easier to f to find like an online group that was dedicated to things but now because so much of us have moved to like slack and discord it's not yeah. as public so yeah although yeah. facebook there's still a lot of facebook groups dedicated to certain genres so that might be a really good place to start too yeah, and there's some really uh, the, the thing about the Facebook groups though is they get massive, and so it's it gets to a point where you're just 
you know, you're, it's just all noise. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to kind of pick out a, an actual community because you're, I mean, lots of people do, but I mean, man, some, some of these communities, several thousand people, how am I supposed to keep up with all that? But yeah, uh, it really is about like making those individual connections within that bigger community. Um, but that it's hard to do online. I mean, it's hard to do in real life too. It's, but I think both ways, it's just a practice of, reaching out, saying hello, you know, those kind of the, the things that you do to make friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what there needs to be, you know, there's, there's uh meetup.org, I think, which is, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with it, uh, listeners and viewers, uh, it's a site that allows you to find groups based on your interests and you can meet with those people and they may actually have something that's aimed towards virtual meetups. Uh, I'm not sure, but it, it, I, there needs to be something like that. That's just like, here are, is a list of Slack groups and discord groups mm -hmm. uh, of writers. And you can in, get invited by clicking here. You know, there needs to be something like that. Perhaps yeah. that's a business idea. We can. Oh, totally. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit because um, this is coming up. You'll, I don't know the dates. You can tell us when, but the, um, the author alchemy summit uh, coming up in Portland. When, when is that going to happen? Yeah, so that'll be um, February 22nd through 25th of okay. next year. Okay, 2024 for those listening. So if you get yep. real excited and it's like, you know, 2035, uh, <laughs> it may not be at that time. But uh, but hopefully it will, you know, good 10 or 15 mm -hmm. years uh, run. That's a good run for a conference. So what's the uh, what's the sort of gist behind this, this particular summit? What's your goal? Yeah, so it's kind of a... A two twofold goal. Um, it's going to be a fairly small conference. Um, I think the venue the venue is capped at about 150 people. So the idea is, you know, getting a smallish amount of people in, in the room with a bunch of experts, so that you're getting more one on one time with experts. You're getting, you know, you'll you won't be at the end of a 20 person line for a Q and A. Like you'll actually be having lunch with one of the experts, that sort of thing. Um, but also building that community right so you know yeah. you're not wandering into a hall every morning being like i don't recognize anyone you'll be like i saw uh -huh. i sat next to that person yesterday and this person and yeah. that sort of thing so kind of to that end like we're catering breakfast and lunch so people don't have to wander off and figure out what what to eat and where to go okay. um and we're going to be hosting different um kind of mixers and networking events have a karaoke night, that sort of thing. So um, it's really around that building community on the one hand. And then on the other hand, um, I really wanted to focus it down on, there's so many aspects of the writing business. Um, and so I really wanted to keep it focused on kind of the business side of writing, but specifically on connecting with readers, yeah. which I guess is another kind of part of the community question. Um, so the, everything, all the presentations are focused around the question of how do we connect with readers? Okay. So. That's yeah. I mean, that arguably that's the most important thing when it comes to, if you're going to be successful in this business, you need readers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So uh, you got some uh, big names coming. You said some experts, right? Yeah. Um, so we've got Tammy Labreck from Newsletter Ninja. She's going to be there. Um, Charlie Gilkey, who runs Productive Flourishing, he'll be there as well. Uh, Kevin J. Anderson, oh, um, yeah. Susan DeFridis. Uh, she is a, a book coach who used to live here in Portland um, and is now in Santa Fe. 
and uh, Claire Taylor will also be there. Okay. Um, also, Joe uh, Joe Beal and Ellie Blue, who run Microcosm Publishing here in Portland, um, they're kind of a really cool small press that not a lot of people have heard of, but they published my nonfiction books, and they started publishing zines like 25 or 30 years ago now, I think, and yeah. now are like one of the fastest growing small presses in. I think in the U.S., maybe in the world. I'm not sure. Wow. Wow. Um, but Might as well be the world. Yeah. If you're, we'll, if we'll you're the biggest the in the U.S., then you're the biggest in the world. Just gonna... <laughs> um, but they're just like super business smart and super marketing smart and in very have a very unique model for a more traditional press. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be there as well. I've got um, Joanne McCall, who's a, a uh, publicist, a book publicist. She'll be there as well. She's got this great book called Media Darling, all about like mm. getting out in front of, you know, the cameras and how to build up your kind of maybe speaking career or getting on podcasts and that sort of thing. Like she's got a lot of great stuff to say about that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good. All right. That's a, that sounds like quite a lineup. A lot of familiar names in in that uh, people that people you know people who watch this show or listen to this show will recognize some of those, especially Kevin J. Anderson, uh, yeah. who has been really big. I've I've, I've known him for a few years now, and uh, we, he's he's actually sort of headlined at a lot of little conferences that we've done, and uh, he's surprisingly very indie for somebody so traditionally published, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so is that um, – is is this conference, is there like an orientation there, like more indie and more traditional, or is it just sort of a free-for-all? It'll definitely be more indie vibe, um, and but I am trying to make it so it's not. How, how am I phrasing this? Um, I don't want to exclude people who are traditionally published. I yeah. I want that I want it to be something that has tools that we can all use. Yeah. But that said, indie authors are there's a lot more tools that are available to us in terms of connecting directly with our readers. Yeah. And so I think. If you're at a certain stage in your traditional career, this might not be a great fit. Like if you're querying agents right now and that's and you don't have any books out, like learning about the marketing side of things is maybe not going to it might be putting cart before the horse a little bit. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's there will be things that are valuable for everybody at every stage. Yeah. But I, I am aware, like if you're on the agent hunt or, you know, on a really solid traditional path and you're hoping you're publishing company is going to do most of the marketing for you, then you might not get as much out of this conference as you would going to a more, more traditional conference. I don't know. I think, I think it should, it, I think it could actually be very beneficial because they're going to be sadly disappointed if they think that the <laughs> publisher is going to do all the marketing. Uh, yes, but true. you know, there's an <laughs> argument to be made that, that getting yourself noticed by an agent or publisher, there's a bit of marketing to happen that can happen mm -hmm. in that as well. I think, that's a it's a tool every author needs really uh but that's a whole other podcast and we can, <laughs> we can do that in a future podcast um that's great i mean it, you know that's the thing I, I i really think i feel very strongly at this point that you know there's there's less of a line between yeah. self-publishing and traditional publishing and uh, i think you're you're slowly starting to see the trad pub world recognize that and start making some changes. So mm -hmm. maybe your summit will be the pivot point 
upon which the entire industry shifts. What well, we can only hope. Yeah, I'd love <laughs> I'd love to see that. And it's you know, I online I'm mostly in indie communities because that's this yeah. you know that's the business I'm running. Yeah. Um, but in person, I would say like half my friends here in Portland who are authors are kind of half and half, and yeah. a lot more I guess leaning towards tr trad at first. But now I'm having so many conversations with friends that are like, so tell me more about how did, how, how are you doing the book thing? Like, how are you getting the books on the internet and yeah, yeah. people's hands? Like, I, I want to know how to do that because I've been querying agents for 45 years. That's sure interesting. Yet. That's so. interesting that you're starting. I mean, I, I am, I'm starting to hear that too. I was at a conference this past weekend and uh, it still had, you know, agent tracks and, and pitch sessions mm -hmm. and things. And um, I ended up uh, consulting with somebody who's, she just wanted to know, like, I'm like, I'm not an agent. I, I, I've had agents, but I don't currently have an agent. So I'm not the best to give you advice on pitching. But if it were me, I would do this. Yeah. Uh, and turns out she got a deal. So I guess my advice worked. Awesome. Let that be a lesson, everybody. <laughs> uh, come ask me your for advice, I guess. Uh, so, all right. Well, it sounds, it sounds great. And I, February is a good time to have uh, conferences, in my opinion. It's just... So it's almost the start of the year, but not you're not embroiled in the, uh, you know, New Year's stuff, and you know the holiday stuff has passed, and everybody's ready for a break from having breaks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're still in that like forward momentum of your, you know, it's yeah, the year I've got all these goals. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good time for a conference. Uh, so, well, what's the end game goal here, though? Are you plan? Are you trying to build something that you think will? will grow over the next few years or is this you're more aiming for like a one-off? Yeah, I would love to have this be a yearly event. Um, mm -hmm. Like you were saying at the beginning, we'll, we'll see at the end of February if I am, if I fall into the camp of, oh my gosh, never again, or <laughs> that was hard, but I want to keep doing it. I, um, I, I suspect you will be uh, in the second group because you're, you have that energy that, you know, you've already, you're already gung-ho. I, I suspect that there'll be yeah. at least one more of these for you. It's yeah, only after like the third one that you're like, no, I give up on life. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, and yeah, like the, the monthly meetup that I do, you know, in person, like I love that energy and I like, that's, that's as simple as like sending an email and then making sure I have some beers and sodas. Like yeah. by the time people start showing up. Um, so this is definitely a much larger organization effort, but I'm, I just, I'm loving like, the excitement the people that the early attendees are having and like yeah this is gonna be fun i think yeah i agree i think it sounds fun uh a couple of questions let's let's pop these up this one's from Alyssa. uh have you ever started your own author community from ground zero or any advice on where to start yeah i would i mean this is kind of i think piggybacking off of the advice of how to connect with people originally like um you know, if you're finding people online to start kind of building that community around or um, whether you're bothering people using Scrivener in a coffee shop, I guess, is how you meet people in real life. <laughs> That's how I'm building all my author communities going forward. <laughs> but I would say um, begin thinking, think of it more like building a friend group mm. than like starting a, a thing at first. And, you know, start to figure out, like, do I like this person? Do we seem compatible? 
do we write similar things? Would we, you know, how would we interact? Um, and just start gathering those people and maybe keeping a list yourself and then reaching out at some point and being like, hey, I'm starting a mastermind of people who are, you know, all writing X genre or people who are living in this geographic location or whatever it is. And I think, I mean, I've gotten those emails from people before and it's always like, oh, how cool. Thanks for organizing this. Yeah. I think the thing that a lot of us authors forget is that we're, most of us are introverts, right? And mm -hmm. the people who are willing to go out and like take the first step to make those connections, we all appreciate that so much. You know, the, if somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, I'm starting a group, will you be in it? Like, you're generally not bothering them. You're probably made, you probably just made their day. So I would yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you, um, do you, let me figure out. Okay. One of the things that I am interested in for myself is I want a group of writers, but I don't necessarily want us to talk about writing all the time. Like I want a group of writers who, who like, let's go camping or let's go get coffee or let's, mm -hmm. you know, hang out and chat about, you know, the latest episode of show X, uh, is, is that anything like what you've, uh, experienced or is it always like, how focused does everybody have to be on writing and to be a part of these communities? Oh, I, th I think it's so important <laughs> to have like the other hobbies as well. Like, yeah. um, in the, the local Slack group, um, we broke out a bunch of different channels, like writers who run writers who cook things like that. And so, I mean, there's a bunch of us who I was like, Hey, you guys all are into running and I'm starting to get into it. So I'm going to put you all into this <laughs> side channel. Cause I want to pick your brains. And now I'm going like, you know, to races with a bunch of other writers and we're not talking about writing, we're talking about running and that yeah. sort of thing. So I think you can very well just be like, Hey, writers who camp, <laughs> let's get together. Yeah. There you go. I tried to start yeah. one uh, before we got on the road full time for a while. Um, that was like just coffee writers having coffee. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think I played on the uh, comedians in cars getting oh, coffee. Yeah, yeah. I think I played on that. Like writers in, in coffee shops, just drinking coffee. Um, and uh, it didn't, it didn't, I think people were kind of excited about the idea of there being a writer's group, but they were very hung up on like, you know, they brought their manuscript and they want to read it and they want to get critiques. And that wasn't what I was going for, but yeah, maybe if I was been had been more clear. <laughs> I think yeah, I think being clear is important. Like the in-person yeah. meetup that I do, when I invite new people, they're like, "Should I bring something to read? Do I need to submit something?" It's like, no, no, no. We are just having a beer in my backyard and talking about absolutely anything. Yeah, and we often talk about writing because it's a group of writers, you know. So it that's happens. what you got in common, right? Stop us from talking talking about writing, but <laughs> yeah, but that's when all those be the best conversations happen. And that's one of the things I like about going to actual writing conferences because you do t you're there for a common theme, mm -hmm. but and you are going to have those conversations. But not every conversation is about well, what do you think? What what should I do about my cover or what, you know, should I hire a developmental editor? You know, you don't, it's not all about that. It's things like, you know, well, I was, I took this trip to Mexico and I went to the, you know, to this landmark or whatever. And then you, you grow from that. Like that's the conversations you want to have. Mm -hmm. That's where you grow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Jim, Jim had, had actually posted a very similar question to uh, Alyssa, but let me pop that up anyway. Uh, it says, hi, Jesse, how would you go about 
building community from scratch if you're a new author? Is there a step-by-step approach? The, similar to what Alyssa asked, but what I want to know is have you written down anywhere a step-by-step guide for building an author community? I See have how I turned not. that around? I made that yeah. I should. I should write up a, an article. You should. But, yeah. 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 You absolutely should. So maybe that's a topic you can cover at the conference. Like yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks, Jim, for for uh, popping in. Um, so yeah, you, I'm. Uh, this is a this is an ongoing thing because I, I I go back and forth because there's a part of me that really likes connecting with author. I really do. I mean, I I. I have met hundreds of thousands of authors at this point. And, uh, and some of them have met me. Um, but there, it's always, um, there's that line, sir. I can see it when I go to certain conferences, it's like everyone there is hyper-focused on, they just want to know how to sell more books. And then there's a, there's this line. And then there's another group that's like, I want to sell more books, but I also want to get drunk. And then there's the, the line that's sort of like the, I don't know how to describe them. They're the ones who make tons and tons of money and they know everything about the business. And they also just want to kind of hang out and party a little, but they're, they're willing to impart. Like that's what I, that's when you want to do bar con with these folks. Like they're willing to impart these, they just drop these casual gems that can redefine your whole career uh, while also ordering another round of uh, Jägermeister or something. So uh you know what, what there's a question probably in there somewhere but um what what kind of conference do you think where in that spectrum do you hope that that uh that this summit's going to be i would say the middle part of the spectrum so not <laughs> yeah i mean i yeah yeah i'm seeing it as an extension of the backyard social but with yeah a bunch of experts that we've flown into <laughs> to drop casually drop that knowledge while they order another round of hopefully not Jägermeister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I don't... sophisticated tastes, I guess. I just threw <laughs> the first alcohol, the first party or alcohol I could come up with. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But so, yeah, yeah. very more social, obviously talking a lot about writing um, and with, you know, a, a defined track of presentations, which will be about writing, but I'm really hoping that there, you know, we can facilitate conversations that are much more personal and getting to know each other and not just constantly talking about writing the whole time. So that's, that's a big focus for me is yeah. like, all right, let's, let's get to know each other. And we don't do that by only talking about cover design. Right. Yeah. But it's fun. Rare. We can talk about cover design too. <laughs> you can too. Yeah. You can do that too, but you rarely bond with people over discussing cover design. That's, yep. that's my experience. Uh, very cool. All right. Well, I mean, we're, I think we're getting close to having to wrap up. Uh, now I know that if people want to find you, uh, they can visit your website at jessiequack.com. Uh, for the listener, that's, let me spell that out for listeners. That's J E S S I E K W A K.com. You'll probably find links to it in the show notes of the episode as well. Uh, what if they want to find out more about the uh, Author Alchemy Summit? Where can they find more of that? Yeah, so there will be a link from jessiequack.com as well, but um, it is at authoralchemysummit.com. I should have created a a banner for that. Maybe I can real quick. Author, nope, it's not letting me type. Okay, authoralchemy.com, correct? 
authoralchemysummit.com. Summit.com. I almost yeah. did it wrong. So if you're watching this and you need a reference, uh, it's on your, it should be on your screen right now. Did I spell everything correctly? That I looks think I right. did. And depending on when you're listening to this, I mean, live people, obviously, right now, but um, early bird pricing will end in the end of October. So we're still in early bird right now. Early bird pricing. What's the, uh, what, what pricing can people expect? Uh, $6.99. $6.99. Yeah. $6.99, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Hurry here. Uh, $699 is not bad for, and how many days is the summit? Um, it'll be two days, two full days of programming. Um, there's like a With meals, happy yeah. hour. Yeah. Happy yeah. hour meet and greet Thursday night. And then Friday, Saturday is programming with, like I said, breakfast and lunch and then um, karaoke party Saturday night. And then Sunday we'll probably have more kind of if you're staying in town and, you know, some, yeah. some events, but it won't be as formal. So. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, that's fantastic. So, Thank you uh, for dropping in and helping us figure out this whole author community thing. It's something I, you know, when I talk to authors, I mean, we don't always realize it. We are all part of the community as it is, uh, but it's that human connection. We kind of sometimes forget we need humans uh, in the business. Like, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it just becomes us and Scrivener and, uh, or whatever your writing uh, tool preference happens to be. Uh, and we forget that it's, equally important as important as putting the words down as important as doing the marketing is bonding with other people that share this uh this dream we have so mm -hmm. thank you so much for being a part of helping people learn how to do that yeah thank you for having me this is really really fun to be able to talk about this yeah well we'll have to have you around again sometime i want to hear how things go with the uh the summit but oh for sure uh for now, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Everybody uh, watching this, thank you for being a part of the show. And I thank our wonderful guests for being a part of the show as well. If you are um, looking for uh, a way to kind of keep up with what's going on with DDD Live or with the Self-Publishing Insiders podcast, make sure you go to dddlive.com. You can bookmark that and you get a countdown. Every single week we have an episode, so you get a countdown to what's coming up live. Sometimes we'll have some special stuff in there, like webinars. We got a webinar coming up soon. Uh, we're going to be going to Nink in a, in a couple of weeks, uh, so you're going to see all kinds of crazy stuff happening on the channel, so make sure you're, you go and uh, sign up for those alerts. Um, you uh, Of course, if you want to get started, go to draftdigital.com to get started on your own indie author publishing career, and we're going to do one quick thing, uh, Jesse, you hang out, uh, but everybody else, we're going to play a little spot here, and then we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for being a part of Self-Publishing Insiders Live. Ebooks are great, but there's just something about having your words in print, something you can hold in your hands, put on a shelf, sign for a reader. That's why we created D2D Print a print-on-demand service that was built for you. We have free, beautiful templates to give your book a pro look, and we can even convert your ebook cover into a full wraparound cover for print. So many options for you and your books. And you can get started right now at draftedigital.com. That's it for this week's Self-Publishing Insiders with draft to digital Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with your will-be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self-publishing career right now 
at draftadigital.com.